Welcome to Mindset Matters, the show where we dive into all topics surrounding mindset, its importance, how it shapes our lives, the daily actions we take, and how it creates our future possibilities. Mindset Matters brings you stories and experiences from incredible people around the globe and provides the strategies to upgrade your mindset for success. Let's start designing your life from the inside out with your host, Rachel Withers. Hi there and welcome to Mindset Matters. I'm Rachel Withers and I'm all about mindset and the importance that it plays in all aspects of our lives. So welcome to Mindset Matters, where we're going to dive into various topics surrounding mindset and its importance. I believe we should all follow our dreams and I believe we should all pursue our passions. It's about designing our life from the inside out. If you really believe you can achieve your dreams and what you desire is attainable, then that's the beginning. In these shows, we are talking about embracing the right mindset so you have the fulfilling life that you desire. And today's show is going to be an absolutely great show because I have a very special guest with me. I have Mark Kennedy with me and it's just going to be an absolutely super show. Mark was born in Paddington in London and he now lives in Wiltshire. Mark has founded several successful companies and then what he's done, he's shifted his focus onto his lifelong dream of acting. He was accepted into Spotlight, the industry's leading casting platform, after several professional credits. He has had roles in several successful television shows and films on the BBC, ITV and Netflix. He has studied at the Shoebox Theatre and is currently studying with ACI, the Actors Coaching International. Mark has had and has a passion for all things creative since he was young, and he believes we all have a gift within us that we should share. So thank you, Mark. Thank you for joining us. Mark, what I'd like to do is it'd be just great if you could sort of share with me a bit about your professional background, really. What you did prior to kind of going into the uh, acting industry and, and what led you really to make that shift into what you're doing today? Okay. Um, yeah, so um, as you said, I've, um, I set up several businesses. I, I set my first one up when I was uh, 17. Um, it, it wasn't successful, but it, it taught me a lot uh, of what not to do. So, um, yeah, it, it, it kind of also set me up to just keep trying. Um, and then, um, yeah, we, I, I approached my dad, asked him if he could help me uh, set up another one. Uh, he he uh, lent me the money to do it. And, um, um, and yeah, it, it went for, it went from strength to strength. Uh, that, um, that led me to, uh, to naturally um set up a second company um and then a third and um um yeah we've just been going strong and then um the the last um sort of couple of years ago um i just started questioning everything really because uh, as most of us do when we're when we are working for a living we're so focused on what we're actually doing sometimes we kind of just get into a state of existence uh without truly living um and um i had a personal tragedy i lost my mother um and it kind of 
I think as most people do really, it kind of just made me really take a step back and look at what it is I was trying to achieve um, and whether I was actually truly happy. Um, and that led me on to um, making a decision to, to actually pursue things that I would truly enjoy, um, you know, opposed to kind of just doing things that I felt I should be doing um, because it was kind of ingrained. I, I ingrained it in myself from such an early age. Yeah, yeah, uh, absolutely. And so when within your businesses, when you've been working in your businesses, did you feel as if something was missing there, Mark? Was it, was it something that as a child you'd made, you, were you creative as, as a child? And, and did you kind of put that to one side and build the successful businesses? And obviously uh, the sad death of your mother, did that realize, make you realise you were actually missing something and weren't actually following perhaps a dream you had as, as a child? Yeah, I was a creative child. Um, I think most of us have got it in us, actually. Um, and we do tend to kind of put those toys away, don't we, to, when we get to a certain age. But, um, yeah, I mean, I um, I actually, um, I used to love drawing you know, all the time. I'd spend hours and hours a day drawing. And um, I also, I wrote, I wrote a book when I was about seven. Um, and when I say I wrote a book, I, I literally took an exercise book that, that, uh, that from school um, and I wrote a story from cover to uh, cover. Um, and um, I, I, I always had an interest in, in say, storytelling and uh, writing as well. Um, but yeah, as I kind of, um, you know, got older, I kind of shook that off. And um, I had that sort of upbringing where creativity was like a hobby. It was fun. You didn't make money doing that. And, and you, you know, you needed to kind of be a provider. And uh, I got a very strong... Um, strong father that that has always been a very good provider um and um yeah that so that was ingrained in me and he was a business owner himself um until he retired so again it was kind of a, all i ever witnessed that's all i ever saw so um yeah so i kind of put that to, to one side and, and just add that drive going forward um to be a to be a businessman opposed to a, a creative uh, yeah, so and obviously then then you felt that it, something was missing. And what would you say to anyone else that actually makes that decision, that has that realisation, something might uh, really trigger that, that realisation for them, that what would you uh, say to them? What advice could you give to them about if they're thinking about making that career change? What, what did you find the, the hardest part really in, in taking that leap? Um, I think getting out of your own way is probably the most important part of it. Um, as a man, especially, you know, my generation, um, you kind of, you, you, you look at what you're doing at times, or I do, I look at what I'm doing at times and I kind of question, you know, my sort of motivations, etc. Um, and sometimes, not so much now, but sometimes I used to say, you know, stop being silly, you're being, you know, you need to kind of get back on track. Um, but um, actually, since I've started saying to myself, stop taking yourself so seriously um, and just have fun, as much as you possibly can, um, and, and I've allowed 
myself to get out of my way, um, then yeah, I, I've I have had more fun um, and to actually appreciate what I've got. That that to me is what happiness actually is is appreciation. And um, what I would say to anybody in a in a sort of similar situation is, um, I think the first step is to take a step back and really have a look at at what you're doing and. I think every single person feels there's something missing generally, you know, in, in one aspect of their life. And um, I think that's just the human beings. That's, that's just our very nature. Um, so that's fine. That's, that's, that, that's good to kind of accept that, uh, that fact. Um, but don't pursue perfection because uh, it doesn't, doesn't exist. Um, but you can pursue your own happiness. Um, as best as you possibly can and and yeah i would say to anybody listening reevaluate where you are and if you really are unhappy with things you need to make some changes even if they even if they seem impossible um they very very rarely are impossible sometimes it just takes um a real sort of leap of faith and and, and, a, and a lot of self-belief that you are capable of making change thank you and I'm going to talk a little bit more about stepping out of your stepping out of your comfort zone. Um, you've said that you need self belief. We've mentioned that, and you've mentioned about kind of really reevaluating where you are and not pursuing, which I really do uh, completely agree with you. It's not about pursuing perfection, is it? It most most certainly isn't. And what kind of steps would you and advice would you give someone in, in how to kind of step out of that that comfort zone because it can be really quite quite daunting um changing your career path doing something that you're not used to i know one of my tips is really to to live in the moment and take baby steps to where you need to go and don't overwhelm yourself. Look at your long-term goal and break it down. Is there any kind of advice that you could give um, our listeners today in really how to step out of that comfort zone? Yes, when you said, uh, well, just before you said baby steps, um, and I, I thought the same thing, exactly the same thing. You, 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 have, you can't just wake up one day and say, I'm gonna be a different person. It just doesn't work that way. What you can do is you can start working on yourself. As soon as you realize that um, you're not happy, you need to take that step back. You need to reevaluate. Um, you need to write lists. Um, that, even when I started writing lists, I, I kind of started treating myself a little bit like a business, I suppose. And um, what you do is you, you know you write a list of all the things in your life that make you happy, all the things that make you unhappy, what what things you want to make changes to um and then you work on them slowly but surely um one of my one of the first things i wrote um on my sort of my my new endeavors um about getting out of my own way and not taking myself seriously which you know it, it was as simple as um when i went for a walk i made a conscious effort to say good morning or good afternoon or good evening to every single person that I walked past, um, whether I got a reaction or not, whether I, you know, were greeted back, it, it didn't matter to me. And that was a start for me. That was kind of in my mind, that was a start of, of getting out of my own sort of comfort zone because 
if you're naturally, you know, if you're raised in an area where that comes naturally to you, that probably sounds even alien. But again, my upbringing and the way I was brought up, it, it isn't an actual thing to walk around the park and say, hi, morning, afternoon, evening. Um, and the amount of times I got people kind of look, looking like, is he talking to me? You know, and um, yeah, and what I found is actually, because again, I live in a community and I walk around the same places. And, uh, you know, a few years on now, I, I know I know loads of people. I've met loads of people. And, and now I don't just say good morning. I stop and talk to, well, it, it, it can be a bit inconvenient because now a 10-minute walk is usually an hour because I'm talking to so many people. But, but yeah, that's that was my start. Um, and that, that was my first baby step um, and of not taking myself seriously um, and, and kind of putting myself out there a little bit. I, I love that. And I think what a great way to get you walk longer, an hour, just chat, talk to people. It's, fan it's fantastic, isn't it? And um, I will say as well, a lot of people, a lot of my clients, they really struggle with their own kind of how to silence their inner critic. Um, I, you know, I get very much that, oh, I'm not capable of this. I'm not good enough. I can't do this. Is there any kind of strategies, tips that you could suggest to the listeners to really help them silence that inner critic that they might have, to really help them have that self-belief, to enable them to really to pursue their dreams as you are and really pursue their passion? Yeah, um, as far as your inner critic goes, um, I don't. I personally don't know anybody that... that has no inner critic we all have we all have it um and i don't think it ever goes away actually um you just get much much better at ignoring it um so yeah my advice to anybody um is look accept the fact you have an inner critic um and accept the fact that you're not the only one so when you start feeling self-conscious about pretty much anything you need to realize that just about everybody in the room that you're in or, or you know, in the, the area that you're at has the exact same thing. You know, that's one thing we're not unique at. Um, and as soon as you realize that, it actually helps. And secondly, is to recognize the, the, the words that your inner critic use when you're talking to yourself, you know, when you have these thoughts pass through your mind, um, anything with any negative connotation is gonna become from your, your inner critic because actually, um, that that's what it does it it kind of belittles you it's not it's not your friend and as soon as you realize that you know words like you can't do that oh, i can't do that well that's you in a critic so you need to actually just say shut up i can i'm going to try you know um, even that even that word i'm going to try is actually an inner critic but you know because you just do that's what you should be saying to yourself I'm going to do this. This is what I'm going to do. So, um, like I say, we, we've got it. And, and I just use should and, you know, uh, again, in a critic words, that um, these positive words, you need to kind of reinforce yourself totally and utterly all the time. I'm going to do this. Um, and, and just keep at it. Just keep at it. For, for, for sure. And also, we are going to come um, across difficulties, obstacles. That is going to happen when we're pursuing anything. It, it isn't. There's always little bumps on that road, but for, for absolutely for sure. And 
I don't know about you, but I quite, this is something that I really like to you got that kind of bump in the road. I tend to say to myself, how am I going to solve this? How am I going to get through this? And the minute I change it to, rather than the, if I'm going to get through this, it instantly changes my mindset to really make me think about how I'm going to achieve what I need to achieve rather than that 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 word, if I get through this. Um, that's something that I found we're always going to have bumps in the road, absolutely for sure, but that's something that I also use and I'm a firm believer in putting, I can do this, I am capable, I am good enough, all those positive affirmations that really are going to help um, shut out that inner critic that yes we all we all have it we most certainly do and do you uh, do you do any uh, visualization manifestation is that something that you work on as well mark and yeah um so um i've I'm, I'm lucky to know a couple of people that um that that have helped me along uh, with a, a former sort of meditation um there's another thing that uh, that i was taught as well which is called switching real simple technique it's really good for anxiety um and that is what you do is uh, if you're in a situation or you're about to be in a situation um that's making you anxious you close your eyes you picture yourself in a cinema and you're looking at a screen and then you actually picture the image that's causing you anxiety um and it's usually a picture of failure of some description um, and you make it as big and as colorful as you possibly can and then what you do is is you you in the in the corner of that you create a smaller image uh, uh, one of success uh, one of one one that makes you actually um, potentially feel good and then you you focus on that image and you you put yourself in a position where you are elated you know you're really happy it's gone exactly how you want it to go and um you know whether it be applause or or whether it's congratulations uh, or whether it's a pass um and then what you do is is you 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 take the the negative image and then you switch it with a positive image and you just keep doing it you just keep on doing that and what you realize is um a good example of this is is fear of flying well when most people are uh, when they when they get fear of flying what they're actually doing is they're picturing crashing they're picturing the plane going down and smoke and screaming and all that instead of actually picturing just sitting on this plane serenely enjoying the view or looking down the aisle you know or watching tv or eating whatever it is they've just given you because actually once you're up you're up and it's just a you know a, a relaxing time you have several hours of actually just quality time to yourself um so it's the same thing you kind of say to yourself right stop picturing the thing that's not going to happen and start picturing the thing that's actually going to happen um and um, yeah so it's exactly the same thing and it's just called switching it's a real simple technique um and uh, there's there's lots of stuff on the internet about that actually so. i really yeah. like that and um thank you thank you so much for sharing that and i know that um, a lot of our listeners will really appreciate that, and and that's a, a great technique to uh, to do is switching. And um, me on me on a, a plane is a gin and tonic, <laughs> gin and tonic, and watching a film, and then I'm happy. <laughs> so that's what I'm visualizing them on a plane. No, but 
I'm going to bring it back a little bit to your acting now. Um, when was it that you kind of really realised and felt confident with the the change of career path that you're doing, and that things were really beginning to click for you when it when it came to the change and and uh, your acting career? Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm still on that journey, massively still on that journey. Um, and as you uh, as you said already, I, I mean, I still have um, lessons, and I probably will continue to have coaching um, and lessons for for the rest of my days, um, because I, actually it's one of those things you can't you can't. That's it. I've learned it. I'm, yeah, I'm an actor. Um, I'm gonna. That's me. Um, you, you're always learning. There's always, always, always new things. Um, and again, let's say I'm I'm still on the the very start of the path. I, I've only been uh, in in acting now for a couple of years. Um, I mean, I started um, simply. It was kind of one of those things at the back of my mind. Uh, again, when I went onto this path of of change, and I started questioning everything. I took that step back, and I really started questioning everything. And one of the things I realised uh, that I did is that I. I had a fear of failure um, and that I said no to a, a lot of things um, that I, I was actually scared of doing. But, you know, the, the human brain is really quite tricky. Um, it's the right sneaky devil. Um, they say that you, you should only, you know, you have, you have skeptical people so you can only really trust yourself. And actually, you can't trust yourself because we lie to ourselves all the time about what we want and what we don't want, et cetera, et cetera. And um, one of the things that we do is we, we put hurdles in the way of things that we, we're scared of doing normally. And acting was, was that for me. Um, so I was actually doing some archery and I was asked if I wanted to be in uh, Guy Ritchie's um, King Arthur because uh, he was looking for archers. And I said, no, 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 that's not for me. That's, um, that's, all, that's all for me. That's not for me at all. So... Um, Afterwards, I went away and thought, and because I was, I'd started on this process of question everything I did. Um, what I used to do is, I still do actually, is over night time, I get in bed um, before I'd go to sleep. I would actually replay my day, and I'd replay conversations, etc. And um, I replayed that one, and I thought, why did I actually say no? Because it's actually, it's a real good place to try to say yes to as much as you possibly can, actually. Um, and I realized that I was scared to say yes. And that was as simple as that. And um, so actually I went back to him and I said, if it's still about, you know, about I'd, I'd like to do that. And he's like, no, sorry, you know, we're, we're, we're full now. So I kind of made him a mission that I had to, I had to do something. So I become an extra on uh, something called Cobra as a, as a soldier. And uh, it was a big stunt scene and there was so much going off. Um, it was a big riot scene, and I played this this riot soldier, and uh, oh, I had so much fun. I absolutely loved it. But I was anxious before I went. It, it wasn't a case of just turning up, and I was all, yeah, this is okay. I was so, so anxious at the unknown. Um, but, yeah, when I got there, I absolutely loved it, and I kind of got a bit of a taste for it. So I did uh, I did a lot more uh, extra work, essay work, and, and I just... I just studied. I just studied people. I studied the actors, uh, and obviously, I've met some. I met some wonderful, talented actors. Um, and watching them work, you kind of think, "Oh, that looks. That just looks great. That looks so much fun." So um, yeah, so I started lessons, um, 
as you do. And and uh, I've had some featured parts uh, as a result of it. And, and doing the essay work certainly helped because it helped me network and I got to know some, some wonderful people. So I've had some small parts uh, on the Salisbury poisonings was my first featured uh, talking part. And then um, um, the, the last one I did was on time that was just on TV with um, uh, Sean Bean and um, Stephen Graham. And um, I just had a very small part uh, playing a, a prison officer. And I was again, it was it was a fight scene that had kicked off and Stephen Graham uh, had to run down and break it up and all that. And, and I was kind of his wingman, if you like. But, you know, he, even he took some time out, uh, five minutes out and just to, to have a good conversation with me and kind of help me along and say, right, this is what I want you to do with your character. You know, I want you to kind of be the boss and, um, you know, absolute smashing. Um, so it's kind of just made me more you know want more and more from it and um yeah so i've, I've now been in a couple of um you know short films that um uh, post-production they'll be coming out at the uh, the end of the year um and uh, yeah I'm, I'm just uh looking for more and more and, and learning more and more as i go so uh yeah it's great really really loving it oh no great great stories no thank you for sharing that and I think you gave a really, really important point in there that you have to be true to yourself. You have to be honest to yourself and you really have to, you have to be honest with yourself. And I think we can really touch upon being responsible for, for your own happiness. And we kind of opened the, the show with uh, you really commenting on the fact that we are responsible for our own change. and. I'd really like you to kind of explain how by you being responsible for your own destiny, being really saying, I am going to follow my dream. I am going to pursue my passion, how that has really helped you to feel more fulfilled in life and really feel that you have that purpose. What can you sort of tell and say to the listeners that, that aren't actually right now in that place of pursuing their dream, pursuing their passion, they're not actually being truthful to themselves in where they're at right now. What could, what would you say to them? Um, yeah, it's a, it's a difficult one because I, you know, I'm, I'm in a very fortunate position where um, financially I'm now quite sort of stable. Um, and so I, I'm, I'm, um, you know, I, I put myself in a, a I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm lucky. I've worked really hard for what I've got. Um, but I have, I have actually been, um, in, in a different position where I haven't had a lot of money. Um, and I've kind of just gone along on the, the wave of life without really thinking about, about anything at all. Um, I think it's actually managing your own expectations of what you actually want. And again, it's sort of reassessing, um, what you need in life. I think um, I know this. It's going to sound like it's easy for me to say, but now I've actually got um, sort of I've had a, an element of success, etc. What I've realised is, is is possessions aren't actually as important as people think they are. Um, they don't make you happy. It's people. People actually make you happy. Um, so you kind of got a responsibility to yourself to try to have a, a, a positive interaction with other people as you possibly can, um, because that in turn actually makes you happy. And, and as far as responsibility goes um, and taking responsibility for yourself, 
you are responsible for your own happiness and you should never expect other people to to make you happy um and again i don't mean to go back to the airplane but um you know, you're taught that if uh, the oxygen mask comes down, you should put your own mask on before you put someone else's on. Happiness is exactly like that. You cannot make other people happy unless you're happy yourself. Um, but it's not your job. You know, you're not being put on this planet to make other people happy. Obviously, you've got children, you've got responsibilities, etc. Um, what I'm talking about is just pure happiness here. Um, that you, you need to take that kind of responsibility um, first and foremost. Take a step back. Look at what you actually do need um, and not not the sort of consumers and wants that we've kind of drummed into our head that really don't make us happy and they don't cry when we die. Um, so and then just reevaluate yourself and say, right, what am I pursuing? Am I actually pursuing happiness or am I pursuing, am I pursuing possessions? Am I pursuing, you know, am I am I actually trying to create a position where because things don't generally make you happy. What they do is they create either um, sort of jealousy or envy um, or, you know, like a, a big flash car. Why do people buy big flash cars? Because they want people to see that they're successful. They want them to be envious of them or jealous of them. Um, but actually, do you need it? Not really. You need a car sometimes to get from A to B. So it's reevaluating yourself. And you're in a position where you can, um, you can just kind of settle for exactly what you need but pursue what you actually want to do, then you, you just that in itself will, will put you on a path to, to being a lot happier, uh, in my opinion. Absolutely. I, uh, I can completely agree. And I think it's actually defining what happiness, what success actually means to you, to yourself. Because I think a lot of the time, we perceive success and success is different to for each and every one of us and it's again it's being it's being true to what success means to you what happiness means to you what fulfillment means to you and i think when when you are honest with who you are what you want out of life that is when you can really realize your dreams and really pursue your passions and I th what you have shared today, Mark, with us, I think has been um, absolutely um, fantastic, real golden nuggets of um, insight, um, really that will help the listeners so much. And, and that understanding that it is about being responsible for, for your own happiness. It, we all can take a career path change. We can always... If, if something isn't right for us, if we listen to listen to ourselves, we can really make that change. So I'd like to say thank you ever so much for joining us today, Mark. And it'd be really great if you could kind of let, let the viewers know where they can kind of find out a bit more about you and really keep up with the work that you're doing. Yeah, um, yeah you can follow me on uh, Instagram at uh, I am Mark Kennedy. Um, so, uh, and I've got a, a website, uh, IamMarkKennedy.com. So uh, yeah, f f feel free to follow. And um, yeah, thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. No, it's been fantastic. And I'm looking forward to seeing you in uh, more, you know, films, TV productions, everything. Can't wait to see you, see you out there. I I'll most certainly be uh, following your following your journey, Mark. Thank you ever so much. Thank you for Thank you. chatting with me today. Thank you. It's been it's been fantastic. Thank you.
And I just like to close with a reminder. Remember, you really are capable of anything. All that's stopping you is your mindset. I'm going to be back next month for another mindset topic in depth. And I would so love for you to join me. Check out my website, Rachel Withers HQ, and my Facebook group, The Success Connection, where you'll find all about my live events and also all about my personalized programs. So do check in. I'd love to hear from you. And I'll see you next time for another live stream and another Mindset Matters. Take care and thank you for tuning in. Thanks for tuning in to Mindset Matters. Be sure to visit rachelwithershq.co.uk to join the conversation, access the show notes, and discover our fantastic bonus content. Join us next time for more tips and techniques to achieve the rewards that you deserve. Bye for now.